Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 1, Episode 9, Coffee Black. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher here with one of my former students, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, Mr. Sal. How are you, man? I'm I'm doing okay, doing pretty well. Uh, we're almost done with this Ozark season. One I can't more believe finale it. Finale to go, and then the recap, and that's literally the <laughs> the end of season one. <laughs> I know, I know. This is the penultimate uh, episode of season one. So, wow, we're here. We're, we're we're doing it. We're getting through. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're still in the middle of season two of Lost. Still in the middle of season two of Lost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> still, still there. Are we gonna Are we gonna beat season two of Ozark before season two of Lost is over? uh no no it's gonna be very close oh man we we might have are we gonna have a week where we do two recap episodes maybe it'll be easier to see i don't i'm not i'm not gonna look now but i don't i don't think so i think i think lost is gonna finish like that'll be i think it'll be like season three episode one or two by the time yeah finish okay season two of Ozark. yeah yeah well this episode uh coffee black uh, just loving the titles of, in Ozark this season. This one's even more atrocious. This this one's even worse, I think. <laughs> this is, like, this is an awful, awful, awful title. I, I looked at the title like last week. And I was like, you know, Coffee Black, that could be good. I don't really remember yeah. why, but that could be good. No, uh-huh. it's terrible. No. They showed coffee in the beginning. Like, oh, oh, she's yeah. having a black. Okay, let's see if this is important at any point later in the episode, right? Like she asked for Coffee Black. And it's like right after yeah. some big thing that happens. But no, like... I, is there a coffee ever again after Marty? I has it? don't think so. Why? <laughs> I think just the fact that she made it for him. Uh, I don't know. No, no I got well, nothing. I, listen, yeah. There's so much more in this episode that happens. Like I understand that whole oh. fight between Marty and Wendy, right? And there, there's that's definitely big to the plot in a way. I agree, but so much more happens. Like this. Yeah. Oh, why is that? I just it's criminal. <laughs> like see, this. This. If they just had something where like. After Wendy got stressed out at the end of the episode, and she asked, like, you know, Marty's like, "What can I, what can I get you?" She's like, just coffee, black, right? Something like that. Fine, maybe it's a little no, better. No, even no, then, no. even no, then, no, I don't no. think it's that good because they just they just no. reference the title. Right. Yeah. Then you're gonna complain yeah. that they said the title. So. But I think I, yeah, I would have no. liked that more than this because at least it's relevant. This is, doesn't even feel that relevant to the whole episode yeah, plot. No, this is this is trash as as usual. As usual. As terrible usual. Titles. <laughs> what is the best title so far this season? I gotta like, I have to look through real quick. Let me, let me quickly. Take a you know, I didn't, I didn't like it at the time, but I think maybe "Ruling Days" is the best title of the season. Yeah, "Ruling Days." Oh, there goes your Sugarwood. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Blue yeah. Cats, meh. Like that was awful. I like, I like Sugarwood more than like Blue Cat. I like Sugarwood more than like Chirping Sleep. Tonight we improvise. That's okay. That's on par with Sugarwood. Ruling days. Hmm. I don't know how I, I think, feel about ruling days. I, do I say think, it, but I don't know what it means. Like it is, it is yeah. like a definitional term. I could it see is. why you argue that. It's, that that is the title that makes the most sense to me in this still, season. Still bad, but out of a pile of crap it is it is the most shiny <laughs> crap. So yes it's the shiniest turd in the pile shiniest turd in the um, pile yes 
Oh man. Anyway, uh, you know, we make fun of the titles, but we do love the show. We, we love, do love Ozark. The, we, do, we do love Ozark. Like, I just we love it. Yeah, we love Ozark. We love it so much that we're rewatching it. We've both seen it all the way through what has been released at this point, which is through season three. So whenever you're listening to this, if season four has already been released, we haven't watched it yet because it hasn't been released to us at this moment in time. But regardless, we love it. We're very excited about covering Ozark. We enjoy covering it. Uh, And so let's, uh, let's take a guess at Kurt's rating. Folks, what do you think Kurt gave this episode? You might be no, like, no answer. Yeah. I, I remember watching those shows as a kid, and they asked, like, they prompted me. It's just, I would yeah. run up to my TV. Like, she, I remember she had, like, the map. I'd be like, where do we go? Here. Here. I'd run up to the TV. I'd start pointing on the TV. And my mom would have to, like, yell at me for, like, touching the TV. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the way that children's television is, is produced. So, uh, no, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say that. Hmm. What's your favorite episode so far? I think your favorite episode so far is actually Ruling Days, from what I can tell. It is Ruling Days. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who's my favorite? And I'm reasonably certain you liked this one more than that one. Uh, I don't know if you liked it enough to give it a 10, so I'm going to say you gave this a 9 and it's your favorite episode so far. 10. 10. 10. 10. Perfect episode. (laughs) I do enjoy the episode. Perfect episode. What is your favorite episode so far? So I had that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ten. Only ten I've given. Yes, it is my favorite episode. I do like it. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely things. There's so I I I will say rewatching Ozark, not binge watching it. You notice so much more. There's just so much in this episode that I love. Especially, I mean, the big question with why Petty picked Russ. We finally know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. You know. I feel so embarrassed that we forget that, that we forgot so much stuff. That that's like, we. How much time did we spend on? We talked so how, much about what it could possibly be. About what? What? How did Petty know to pick Russ? Like, uh, if you guys haven't listened to the spoiler section, we talk about a lot more in the spoiler section of why don't we know like i surely is there any way we couldn't know right do they ever reveal it turns out they do reveal we just didn't know yeah so uh there's that but there's other things too like i forgot about this whole Mm -hmm. tuck buying the gun i just loved the little scene Mm. and we we even see the callback to it later in the episode so we know Mm -hmm. when it happens in the time yeah they do they love doing this they love showing us the scene in the beginning and then coming back to it later in the in the in the episode See, that's how you do timing Which, things. It's not like kaleidoscope where you just kind of mix it all around. Uh, although I think they kind of, they no that yeah they did that in kaleidoscope too though. They did a bit. <laughs> they, they did a bit, but just yeah. it went real like listen, right? I'm not like I'm not like a PhD holding award winning like nominated like Nobel Prize laureate or anything. Okay, I can't <laughs> I can't make sense of that much while watching it. Like you gotta you have to dumb it down <laughs> for me. <laughs> I know, and you know, I think we're two relatively intelligent people, and and it's it is that one was perplexing, but I do enjoy how they show you something that they're basically in the beginning. You are going to see this at some point in the episode, so don't forget about it. You know, keep it in mind. This is coming. I like that. I, I and I I don't know. I I can think of one other show that did that regularly that i've seen i'm sure there have been others but how to get away with murder they do that 
the, they'll show you something right in the beginning of the episode that's like oh i wonder how it got to uh, it got to that point and then they spend the episode showing you how it got to that point it's actually more prevalent in how to get away with murder than it is even in ozark mm -hmm. but anyway do you want to guess my rating here i suppose so might as well while we're at it so i you you we know that you you at first watching gave something a 10 at least one mm -hmm. possibly more mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and I, so i'm going to say you give this a 10 and the reason why is uh, ruth and the decision making she's made i think you you love the the, the arc she's had here right yeah mm -hmm. you really like ruth as a character well this episode doesn't have a lot of ruth i think this is kind of an exception to the rule of it has a big part of what ruth does big action by ruth mm -hmm. so i think that's that, that makes up for a lack of Ruth. So I'll, I'll say you gave it a 10. I want to be more hopeful. Here. Oh, I think there's plenty of Ruth in this episode. Okay, it's not, okay. it's not, not just the decisions she makes, you know, let's not forget about like all the plenty. scenes, all the scenes in Russ's trailer where she has kind of sussed out that, that Russ is trying to get her to verbally confess. Oh, love that stuff. Th this is, this is a 10 for me too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, this is, this is what Ozark is capable of. This this is so far above number two on my list. Like, th this is a. I mean, it's fantastic. a great episode. It's a lot. Oh yeah. It is so many payoffs, and you you watch it. Oh, and you yeah. go, What's next episode? Yeah, I know. Right. What is next? This is the season finale where the episode. What's next episode? I mean, I think there's still plenty. There's, there's a lot to go on. Still, you know, there's there's wrong. a lot that can still happen with the Snells. Uh, that there wasn't a lot of resolution there. There wasn't, um, I, but, but I am saying this could be a season finale worthy. It definitely I like that, I like that when the penultimate episode itself could be a season finale, because that means, you know what, we're getting even more payoffs, maybe more setups. I guess there's definitely mm -hmm. setup in this episode with the birds getting 50 more million dollars. So oh my gosh, yeah. You know, yeah. You, fix, you fix one fire, two more start, so. Yeah, this, but it's like, this is like the episode of Ozark I've been waiting for. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, this it's is like, a big one. It's like it, it was on a, it was on a simmer for for most of for the first seven episodes where it was like, oh, this is hot stuff. This is good. This is oh, man, this is good stuff. But but it's not like it's not boiling over yet. And then this episode, it just boils over. And it's like, oh, this is, this is what I'm. This is what I watched television for. You want you want the pot to boil over? <laughs> no, I know. I was a messed up analogy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, a better but, analogy is you put water to boil. You're like, oh, come on. It's going to boil. It's going to boil. And then it starts boiling in there. And you're happy. <laughs> then you finally put whatever you had to put in boiling water. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it just, it, this is like the episode of Ozark I've been waiting for, though. Like mm -hmm. this, I, I've been watching this this season one and thinking this is a great series. This is pretty. This is a really good series. But I, you know, why do I love this series so much? And then you see an episode like this, and you're like, oh, that's right. This is why I love this series so much. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. I, I can't have right. any weak points. I have like no complaints no. for this episode. No, is... this episode, oh, it's spectacular. Uh, let's talk about the symbols here. Okay. I, this is the weak point of the episode, <laughs> the title and the symbols. Okay. I don't, I don't like these symbols. You don't like the symbols? There's only one symbol I like. Really? See only if you can one guess symbol which one. you like? Yeah. See if you can guess which one. The boat. There's a boat? 
What did you? Th- what do you take the? Wait, what do you think the A is? That is a boat. Wait, what did you think that was? I thought it was a fly, like a f- for fishing. <laughs> oh, no, that's no, that's because they took that shot. I think it's like them on the, yeah, the boat. Yeah. I think you're, you're right. You're right. That's a boat, but that's uh, but even that. You know what? I couldn't tell it was a boat, so no, that is not the one I like. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. My favorite is probably the TV one. That that's my favorite one. That's from my favorite. Okay, yeah. I love, the TV I like one's the TV. really good. The TV one's yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. yeah, TV one's really good. I I like all these though. I'll be like really the, the one I probably don't like the most is the gun one, the rifle, just because we okay. see the rifle. And yeah. even that one's pretty. I think this is probably the best symbol episode. To me, at least, I feel like this is the best really? symbol. Yeah, See, I, I feel like, like every symbol is pretty relevant. Like the cash coming, that's a pretty big part of the story. Like now we have 50 more mil. The boat that kind of calls back to, I mean, obviously, the big, I know you didn't realize it was a boat, but the boat coming and then they step on the ladder and, you know, that whole big I, plot point. A petty here's like, the TV. And... Here's why I don't like the money and the gun. Okay. Okay. I can see why you could say the money. Well, the gun, I mean. But I want to know about the money. I feel like you could just you could put money and gun in every set of symbols. That's <laughs> because true. there's gonna there's gonna be cash in every episode. There's gonna be a gun in every episode. That that's a so, really valid point. That is a very yeah. valid point. I think that's a, that's a very yeah that's a pretty valid point. Yeah. So so that's that's why I'm not crazy about those. The TV is fantastic. That that one is on the money. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the boat, I would have liked the boat if I recognized it as a boat, but I didn't. <laughs> Boat's probably my favorite, but TV's okay. my second favorite. I'm glad that you recognized it as a boat and set me straight, because I was like, why would they put a fly in here? They didn't even show the fly in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean, are you looking at it right now? Can you see? Yeah, I'm looking. I took a screenshot of it. Yeah, I can see why you think it's a fly. You gotta see like the wings come out. I see why you think yeah. it's a fly. But once you know it's a boat, I think it's uh, you can't yeah. see it. No, I see. I, I, see, I, see, I see how you tell fly. I see how. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right. So we open with Tuck in uh, what I, I think is meant to simulate like a Walmart type thing a costco you yeah, know it's, it's a superstore they call it have a super you know at the, the cash register they say have a superstore day right mm-hmm. um and tuck walks in and buys a pretty i mean i don't know if this is automatic or semi-automatic but it is a heavy duty weapon this yeah. is not like a hunting rifle yeah <laughs> this is this is an assault rifle uh and can it possibly be this easy for Tuck to walk into a superstore and buy a weapon like this? I, I don't know, like, what automatic guns are like, but, like, as long as you're in a lot of places, most places, like, if as long as you're over 18, you can go buy a long gun, yeah? As long as you have nothing, like, uh, against you, and if you don't show up on, like, a background check, yeah? So, I, yeah. I, yeah, seems fine. They- I, I don't know if, like, an automatic gun requires more uh, permission. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's that well, but. I don't know. I don't either. I mean, there's no background check done here. I know background checks are not federal law, so I don't know what yeah. the law is like in Missouri, but uh, they definitely don't do a background check on Tuck. Uh, in fact, he, he checks, quote, the wrong box, 
and the guy has him change it because he checked the box saying he was buying it for someone else. You know what this reminds me of? It's so much. It's a I like COVID, like COVID surveys, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to check the box of like, oh, I've been in contact. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I had to do multiple COVID surveys for different places, and like yeah. I remember asking people about stories like, like I known people or like people have made mistakes in the survey, and people are like, oh, oh yeah, made a mistake, right? Was it a mistake? Like they just assume it's a mistake more than it's actually the truth. I know, is, which is just kind of proof of like, I feel like you're asking the wrong questions. If you, if yeah. Least, I don't know. Something, there's something there. If you feel like it's more likely a mistake than a genuine answer, right? But yeah. Fair enough, though. That's what that reminded me of. It was just the guy yeah. got up, looks like you checked the wrong box here. Yeah. But this guy is is sleazy. He's slimy. Like you know, he he. I I don't I don't know that when he says it looks like you checked the wrong box that he actually believes that. I don't know. I I could buy he did believe it, but I could see I could see it either way. I'm not gonna go right say he's slimy, but he definitely could be. He could be, but uh, I can't tell. Okay. Well, at any rate, uh, he was buying it for someone else. <laughs> he was buying it for Jonah. So like, so like, is Tuck like all good to go now? Like, did he did he really lie at all? Like, let's say like the lock came down on him. He's like, I I just checked the box the man told me to check. Like, I thought I checked the right uh, box. Another legal quandary. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure that he can get in trouble for giving a, a, this weapon to a minor. That's true. Basically, with the employee get in trouble. That, that's very true. Of course, he get in trouble for giving it to a minor, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But the employee probably could get in trouble, too. Yeah. Well, I would case, think. In any case, so what a good friend Tuck is. I guess so. Because who bought that gun? Did Jonah pay for it? I would guess. Okay. Money I don't. Has. I don't think Tuck's. I don't know Tuck's story, but I would guess he doesn't have that kind of money laying around. Yeah, I, I mean that. That's, that's a really good friend. <laughs> Tuck's buying him. It is a pretty, pretty good rifle. friend. It's a pretty good yeah. friend. But... Yeah. Well, anyway, we're gonna see uh, this uh, play out again later. So this, this. In the chronology, this is not the first thing that happens in this episode. This is much like seeing Mason floating in the lake or seeing Marty teach Money Laundering 101. Right. So this is going to happen later. Anyway, uh, the first part of the first chronological part of the episode is the morning after the big fight. Now, I think it's it's I know it was difficult for me to remember, but so I'll, I'll put it out there. Uh, I don't know if you had the same issue, but uh, we have to remember that this is the morning after Marty and Wendy had that gigantic fight where Wendy or where uh, Charlotte went swimming and almost drowned. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had this huge fight. You know, Wendy uh, called Marty out for having the video uh, and for distant, being distant ever since he started laundering money. You know, Marty uh was equally hostile toward wendy and they really had it out uh the night before this morning so we had just we are literally picking up right where we left off before kaleidoscope yeah so kaleidoscope was the flashback but because kaleidoscope's there it's hard for us to remember they just had a huge blowout fight so all right so this is a pretty rough morning for marty and wendy uh 
Wendy is uh, making coffee to start the episode, the black coffee. I assume that's where the title comes from. Uh, I don't think it's a great title. We already talked about that. Turns out she's been sleeping on the couch. Marty says she doesn't have to, but she felt like it was the right thing to do. She needed to last night. So uh, they are definitely in a bad place right now. Would you want to sleep on that couch with all the windows? Man. It's not about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't mind being in that room in like the day, but sleeping in it. Like, just Mm -hmm. the idea. uh, Something about that. Don't. Don't hit me. Right yeah, the, I mean, the, the windows in that house make me nervous to begin with. Especially, yeah, when you look a whole drug cartel, like, working yeah, team. like this is not, it's not good for privacy. This needs to get some blinds. No, you know what I mean? no, but yeah, exactly. Sleeping, sleeping in that couch. I'm not quite sure. Like, I'll sleep in a tent, but open the uh. glass house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of Parasite. You've seen Parasite, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember the house the- now. No, there's the big actually there's the big glass windows the big glass that, window that look out window. onto the tent because when the kids yes. sleeping in the tent it's like, yeah yes yeah it's it's which by the way parasite's a fantastic movie folks if you haven't watched it check that out really good movie yeah make sure you can read though because it is subbed maybe there's a dubbed version but i doubt it I doubt that. Uh, that's that's a, that's a an Oscar Best Picture winner. They don't put out dubbed versions of those. <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't say that. I feel like they would. I feel like that's more. This likely, is right? this is the first ever. Parasite is the first ever non English winner of Best Picture. So, yeah. I guess precedent is being set by Parasite. Yeah, I mean, anyway. there's definitely got, there's definitely gotta be a resistance to that, right? Being the first non English to win the Best Picture title. Because I feel like most of the voters must be English speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, like the movie's got to be so good that they're willing to watch a subbed movie, right? Yeah. So uh, I, yeah. just speaking volumes, how good the movie is. By the way, oh, absolutely. I mean, it was that, for sure, and, and it really is that good. It, it is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. All right. So. Um. This is this is a bad start to the day, but uh, Marty says t- tells her she doesn't need to sleep on the couch, um, and that she also doesn't have to come to the church with him. Apparently, he's on his way to the church, uh, and says that he can handle Sheriff Nix on his own. And again, we have to remember what happened at the church at the end of not Kaleidoscope, but the episode before that. Which what was that one called? The greatest mystery of all. That was that book of Ruth. I think it was book of Ruth. No, it's Nest Box. Nest Box. Okay. It was like Jonah's watching the birds uh, video. That's right. That's right. So at at the end of Nest Box, Mason burned the church down. Okay, so we have to remember that that's where we've left off. So Marty is not going to the church to figure out what to do with it. Marty is not going to the boat church to hear a sea sermon marty is going to the charred remains of the church that he had partially built already also no mason this episode surprisingly that's true uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why i love this episode yeah, so much I was say, yeah i know you don't like Mason. Yeah. that's a not not a mason fan yeah anyway uh so marty tells jonah 
to wave to his quote colleague all right now this guy do you know this guy's name no i don't either i just called him man every time he came up like (laughs) first called him cartel man but he got delegated several several people in this episode refer to him as the mexican so i don't know what to call him i don't want to call him the mexican but that's what everybody's calling him so i I, we can call him the man if you want what do you want to call dell's guy just called dell at some point no oh right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, Jonah does wave to the guy uh, on the way out of the driveway on the way to school. How and sweet. with Marty and, and Jonah and presumably Charlotte, too, out of the house, it's just Wendy on her own and Buddy comes up. And he thinks about it before he finally says it, but he does say it. And he says, you know, if my ex-wife and I had it out like that, we might still be together. So <laughs> all of that that marty and wendy went through last night buddy was right there witnessing all of it yeah, buddy buddy it was snooping in yeah now and i was trying to remember if anything was said during that fight that might be incriminating and now buddy knows but i don't actually think there was anything i don't think so either i don't think anything incriminating happened yeah well, i can't think of so yep good for them Okay, so at the church, Sheriff Nix, who uh, is looking, I mean, increasingly slimy in pretty much every episode that we see him, yeah, uh, he puts the kibosh to Marty's plan to clear the church property. Uh, Marty had hired a crew to come out and just clear it out. Mar- uh, and Sheriff Nix says, no, nah, no, nah, this is a crime scene. We have to conduct an arson investigation. And uh, that means no, no crew, no cleanup crew. That's that's not happening for quite a while. In fact, uh, Marty is not happy about that because he was going to launder some money through the cleanup crew. Again, we don't know how that works, but apparently it does. All right. Anything you want to add about this scene? No, nothing really. I mean, I guess you could question like, do you think the Snell's got like told the sheriff to do this at all, or he just I feel like he's just doing this independently. But I mean, this is I mean, I, I totally buy that this is an there needs to be an arson investigation, yeah, yeah, and, me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah, you could maybe like maybe the Snells did tell the sheriff, but I would totally believe that he did this independently, so yeah. I mean, I I, honestly, he's just doing his job. What makes him slimy is just the manner in which he does it. He's just so, he looks so satisfied that he can, you know. Stop. <laughs> I was going to say, bulldozing. I was going to say, I was going to say, he looks so happy that he can nix Marty's ideas, but his name is Sheriff Nixon. So I don't know if that's a good pun or a bad pun, but there it is. So anyway, what do you think? Is that a good one or a bad one? Good pun? Yeah. <laughs> so so his name is Sheriff. Yes. Yes, uh, read it. Nick him. No, so his so his, his, his name, name is Nixon. Sheriff. Yeah. No, his sheriff no. his name is Sheriff Nix. Oh, that was Nixon. Oh Nix. Uh, no, it's Sheriff Nix, and he Nixon. is nixing Marty's plan to bulldoze the church. What you said the word so much, I don't what does Nix even mean? Like Nix, I always think of like you've got like holes like a like a 
you got nicks in the wood or something nicks. no it's like it's like cancel like you're right uh you're you're placing an order for at a restaurant uh uh can i have the 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 steak uh now nicks that i'm gonna have the chicken instead i've I don't never know heard someone who are nicks like that i think of nicks n-i-c-k probably nicks but this is n-i-x nicks yeah nixes yeah you're right mm-hmm. to refuse or to i've never heard anyone use this Informal, ah. informal ver- transitive verb huh i mean yeah i mean that's literally a fair yeah he nixes it that that is that is the exact meaning of the word so that is <laughs> i mean it's not much i can argue on that i think it's a weird word but <laughs> maybe that's, that's why they named him sheriff nix <laughs> the stopper <laughs> okay i gotta it's get like, it's, this is like backdoor the explorer swiper no swiping <laughs> yeah well okay that's a little more on the nose. Is it? Is it though? Really? I feel like these are pretty. I feel like I feel like they're equally on the nose. I think the people that made the Ozark here, they were heavily inspired by Dora the Explorer. Actually, no, you're okay. the one that first made me think of Dora the Explorer. Never mind, it was not them. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Well, Marty suspects that uh, the church is burned down, but he thinks because the Snells burned it down. You know when when taking stock of your enemies of his enemies you know marty put would put the snells presumably at the top of the list here but marty goes and confronts them they're like running a booth at a farmer's market or something selling it looks like they're selling flowers but it it does it does seem interesting that they're just right out there doing this but anyway he confronts them about burning the church down they of course deny it and they tell him that it was mason because they told him what marty was doing not because they told him to burn the church down they said they they told mason what marty was doing and then suddenly mason wanted nothing to do with his dirty money and jacob says to uh, uh darlene says it was a gesture gestures still matter and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna I say that here because I'm going to reference it again later, but it was a gesture. Uh, and Jacob says, you stole our anonymity. So we stole yours. Yep. Right. Fair enough. Talked about this last, like uh, not last, next nest box. Yeah. How mm-hmm. Marty outed them. And <laughs> shouldn't have done that. I understand why he did it. Right. He thought that Mason would act like his wife did grace and, be scared but instead he got confrontational so yep exactly and darlene takes it one step further and says be grateful it was only your church that went up in flames she means business yeah i mean yeah he's lucky his like campfire or something didn't go up in flames or something yeah because mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it was it was probably an accident as we know yeah you know yeah the gasoline accelerant that they found in the in, ah, in the church know. when yeah. you're working on stuff like that i'm sure you got pull around gas powered um machinery all the time so mm. okay sure it's just left over anyway so anyway the snell's pretty foreboding here and uh marty doesn't really have much to say to it at that point you know it, it's done and yeah that's kind of the end of conversation Yep. Still yep. can't so, believe he paid them like seven hundred grand. Right? I still think oh about my that. God. Almost eight hundred grand, right? Yeah. 
Oh, he's so in the hold with these people. Anyway, uh, next scene is Evans confronting Wendy. Is she in the grocery store here? No way. Look, she's going into she Sam's. Like, is this real? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sam's uh, real estate. Uh, yes, on her on her way into work. Evans confront Agent Evans now confronts Wendy and threatens to talk to and he's person number one to use the term the Mexican. So he threatens to talk to the Mexican and Wendy, I, the, the I don't know how else to describe this other than she dunks on him. Yeah, it's, just, it's like the whole <laughs> gimmick of like, well, if this were true, blank 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 blank. It's like the whole yeah. like, tread lightly. Thing later. I'm not gonna go any more on that. Yeah. Just like that whole yes. gimmick of, I'm not a criminal, but if I was a criminal, blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, she says, if we are who you think we are, then you, that would get us killed, and you need us. Apparently, you you would need us if we are who you say you are, who you think we are. Yeah, why not do this in front of the Mexican? Because blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So she calls him out. Good on her yeah she's she says that's why you're doing this here instead of at home yeah. so yeah all right speaking of agents petty plays the recording for russ the recording in which russ says he won't try to kill marty bird again petty recorded that and now russ gets to hear it he reveals to Russ that he's an fbi agent he tells him he plans to get him uh, to get something on Ruth so that she can turn on Marty. And Russ at first seems very confused about what's going on. And then once it kind of sinks in, he is pissed and he goes after Patty. Patty uh, apparently has been hiding his physicality. Uh, because he absolutely drops Russ. I mean, and, and yeah. he flips him right over himself, uh, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he's skilled. Some sort of hand yep. to hand. Right? Yeah. Yep. And, and Russ had accused Petty, saying, "You turned me." Now, I, I'm assuming he means something along the lines of you turned me gay which is a ridiculous thing to say but it is something that was commonly said not too long ago and probably is still commonly said in certain places okay so yeah uh petty of course says i didn't turn you and now we get the information about that rap sheet I do listen. I love that we finally get the. We've been wondering for so long oh. about the rap sheet. Oh my and god! We finally learned. Russ picked up. Was it two thousand eight? Yeah, I think that's what he said. A male prostitute. Yep. Yeah. Good to finally know what it was. So you know what? It, it looks yeah. like Petty did see something in the criminal history that made him choose Russ. Just yeah. Really sweet. I really like that. I like that they actually. Uh, no, I, I had already accepted the fact that we'll never figure out what happened. Yep. So. Yep, I agree. And then we do. So that is nice. So thank, thank you, Ozark. By the yeah, way, this, this episode was directed by Jason Bateman. Did you know that? Is that an actor? That's <laughs> Marty. Okay. Is that like one of the actors that are acting? Okay. Yes, it's Marty. 
So Marty, how, how does that work? So like, how does that work if you're directing well in it? Like, I understand how you could direct scenes he's not in, but like, let's he's in a scene, he's like, do that again. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he doesn't see. He's like, listen, I didn't make the mistake here, Rachel. You did. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so while Russ is on the floor and just you know beside himself, Petty throws the papers at him. Uh, and the papers give Petty permission to bug his trailer. So we'll keep an eye out for that very soon. All right, back at the real estate office, Sam tells Wendy what happened to Eugenia. <laughs> I, love, I love the line where he says, I'm never going to be able to take out the garbage without thinking about her. Yeah. <laughs> it's really depressing. Um, he says it in a kind of funny way, but yeah. Well, just, I mean, you just seem in like shock, right? He's, he's yeah, not like crying and everything, but he does seem, I mean, like mortified. Oh, it's it's sincere, but yeah. I think that's what what makes it so funny to me is it's yeah, totally it's like, sincere. Yeah, he's not making the connection that he is connecting his mother to garbage, literal yeah, garbage. <laughs> so, but I love that. I think it's great. But he's he's being very sincere about it. He's sincerely sad and just completely guilt-ridden because yeah. he had just fired her and they had exchanged very strong words he told her about marty and wendy and that's when she died but he does ask wendy to get some of her money back from marty so which is going to be a problem it is a problem uh and well, i think he wanted all had... the money back well he didn't really specify but it sounded like he just wanted the money back period I don't. I don't think. I he, doubt he would he, want all the money back, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he wanted all of it. I thought he said something like, "I'm going to need, you know, some of that money back." Yeah. But fair to cover the costs of the funeral. Yeah, and we'll find out. It's a lot of costs. <laughs> yeah, and I think that yeah, yeah, and I think that Wendy, uh, her plan is to just kind of brush this under the rug and and stall on it, but uh, Sam's going to force that issue in a bit as well. Mm-hmm. So. Marge, Marty is actually at the Blue Cat now, uh, pleading with Rachel to let him back in until the end of the week. Uh, and she wants nothing to do with him. She wants absolutely nothing to do with him. So he does. He he grabs her phone. Well, he he asks for her phone, and he records on the phone a threat against her, so that if she gets if Marty gets caught. She still has deniability. She's off the hook because she was responding to a threat. So this is a nice gesture. Oh, so I wish my boss uh, would do that for me. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I I think I mean that's what this is. This is a gesture. Marty, if Marty wants to muscle his way in, he probably could do it. But this is this is a gesture of look, I I could keep you implicated. I could you know, get my colleague out there to muscle my way in here. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing you this olive branch. I'm giving you an out, but I need to get in here. So, but this, this I think is a direct result of the, the last time we saw Marty uh, was with the Snells. And Darlene had just said, it's a, it was a gesture, gestures still matter. So here's Marty's gesture for, gesture for Rachel. You know, that's the second gesture he's done for Rachel. Because I remember um, when he, what, the 
very when he f- first got into the blue cat when he like went into the bar and stood up for Tuck. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, you know, that was clearly a jester. Jester. Mm-hmm. So eh, yeah. Yep. So I guess yeah, a little bit of a reminder. But thank you, but Darlene. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that time that that was not sincere and pretty selfish. He was trying to weasel his way into buying the place yeah. and just get, to gain her trust. He is still trying to gain her trust here, I assume, mm-hmm. but at the, he is also giving her immunity. Yeah, which is, it's, it's which a much kinder gesture. It's not a selfish. Yes. It's a yeah, this, first gesture. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. We're at the Langmore compound. And Russ is luring Ruth into his trailer with beer and an offer to buy to bury the hatchet. He's like, you know, he comes out with a beer and says, let's bury the hatchet. Uh, Ruth comes in, drinks the beer. And she admits to nothing. He really is pushy about trying to get her to admit to trying to kill Marty. And she does virtually nothing. Gives him almost nothing to work with and but he doesn't realize that he thinks he did all his part because he said what needed to be said but she didn't and that's the problem so. <laughs> i do like yeah you're right he does he says everything but she yeah. says nothing he's like i got it all for you right there so yep. <laughs> well, exactly. free to go free to yep. go <laughs> yep 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 uh but it, but evans is like no 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 you got nothing. Evans, fact, I don't think you heard that properly. Listen to it. You'll yeah. clearly hear your about the plot to kill Marty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he meets Evans for the first time here, and Petty introduces him as his new handler. And <laughs> why? Why? Why got to call him like handler? Like someone saying this is a handler. Like I, I feel like if you want to oh. say this. It's like 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 if you're petty talking to Evans privately, no Russ around. That's fine. Yeah, you're you're Russ's handler. But when you've got the subject around, when you've got the handle yeah. if you want to call him, so to speak, yeah. you have Russ around. You don't want to say yes, Russ. This is your handler. I feel like that would right. be too. Like that is. I feel like yeah, you're just gonna anger the person. <laughs> right. This is your contact person, or this is your liaison. Like this is not. Don't don't use the term handler. Yeah. But but Evans informs him that nothing Ruth said was incriminating and he wants him to go do it again and when he leaves evans has pieced together that petty slept with russ yeah called him an animal which is yep yep you you idiot yeah (laughs) calls him an idiot and an animal yeah which yeah I i mean seriously i mean this is that is an extreme measure to take to make this to make this bus to get to marty bird certainly yeah so i'm sure this is not part of the fbi handbook you know sleep with sleep with uh the person you're trying to get to uh turn on their loved ones possibly well Well, we're not fbi agents you know it's true i I, at least i I can't tell you if i am but yes no and nor can i Okay, but we also know it's illegal to impersonate an agent, so we're we're not impersonating one. Certainly not. Certainly not. Anyway, <laughs> so we're back at the Blue Cat, and Wendy and Marty are ripping up carpet 
because they need to put in new carpet because somehow that helps you launder money. I don't know how. Anyway, you don't know how either unless you figured it out. Between... No, I really still don't get it. I've been trying to make sense. I've been rattling my brain. And I really just don't understand how this works. So where do you get the money from? I can only yeah, see how it helps you with taxes. I only helps you because they're like, wow, your business made a lot of money. We got to tax you a lot. No, we didn't make as yep. much in taxes because we had to pay a lot to uh, other companies. That's the only way yep. this makes sense to me. Right? Yep. Tax yeah, reason. I know. Yep, exactly. So he, Marty tells Wendy that the deadline is today. And he does not want to think about how the prize for doing this is doing it again 10 times bigger. So he pretty much called it. I mean, it's not 10 times bigger. Yeah, only like five times, but over <laughs> five times. Yeah. He's being okay. a bit hyperbolic there. I guess. It's all fine, buddy. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> but neither one of them, Wendy nor Marty, wants to talk about the fight that they had. And Wendy comes out and asks him, if we weren't stuck, would we still be together? Marty doesn't know. What, what do you think? If, they, if Bruce didn't die that night, do you think Marty was done with Wendy? Oh, like in terms of this whole... Because I don't, because I don't it know. Was like, I don't know. I see what you mean. Yeah, like if... Or so, so you're saying this whole Dell thing didn't happen, like Dell didn't come in? Right. So the world. Okay. Yeah. So they just. So Dell came. Dell came in so. the same day that Marty got that video. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. I really. I mean. I think that is a big. I think he was thinking about it. I think he was just weighing up his options. I don't know if mm-hmm. it was just over necessarily. I think if he was so sure it was over, you'd confront them. Basically, you'd confront them. The basically second you know it's over, right? What else is he waiting for? Maybe he's trying to wait for like stuff to use against in a case against her. If he thinks it's gonna be a long, drawn out divorce, I know that kind of stuff matters. And well, I don't. Yeah, he probably, uh, you know, being the financial mind that he is, he probably to wanted time to, to, well, maybe not no. that, but time to get the finances all into his accounts and his name uh, and out of hers so that she couldn't take off. Uh, that's with the money. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if he was thinking about it, if it was going to be. A, he was thinking about it. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about it. I, I don't think he came to a decision though. Maybe he did. Maybe I, he was trying to transfer things. But I think he's telling the truth here when he says, "I don't know." Yeah, me too. I think, I think he was just thinking about it. So, mm-hmm. but they get interrupted because Sam shows up, and he, I mean, he's aggressive this time. I know, he, I've know, never seen Sam like this. He's just, yeah, he just right. plainly says, like, I just want my money. Do I need to lawyer up? Yeah, 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 exactly. Do I need to get a lawyer? I just, you know, just give me my effing money. And Marty and Wendy, I mean, Mar- they play it very cool. I mean, they, they never escalate. And Marty, in fact, says, you know what? We don't want to, to hurt the account. We don't want you to pay any of those early withdrawal fees. We don't want you to lose that money. Why don't you let us pay for the funeral? No interest loan. You can pay it back out of the fund. And Sam is very grateful. Yeah, I mean, that's so, that's so nice of them. It is. And honestly, it's pretty smart. It makes some sense. It does. It does. It, it's, yeah. yeah well, listen, because, well, Marty really, like, listen, do you risk it to go, listen, 
we'll give you a loan and we'll only we'll only take back when you pay us back for the loan we'll only take back half of what your penalty fees would have been so we'll save you half the penalty fees make mm-hmm. back some of that money is what i'm trying to say you, you, would, you, yeah. would, you, would you go for gold uh, i don't think there's a lot of room for or time for negotiation here. You're not, I think Marty, you're not going for gold. Okay, you're just, fair enough. Yeah, I, think, no, I don't blame I think Mar- Yeah, Marty does the right thing here. He's got to de-escalate this thing in a hurry. He's got to he's got to make sure that that Sam agrees to this. Mm-hmm. And so he says exactly the right thing. And honestly, make I think it would make sense from Sam's perspective. You know, he gets the money either way, but now he doesn't have to pay those early withdrawal fees. There's all that money that he that is invested for him is still working for him. Yeah. Uh, so and it makes sense uh, from Marty's perspective uh, as a financial advisor to say, you know what, let's you're better off taking out a no interest loan and paying it back out of that than you are paying all those penalties that you're going to pay. What would you do if your financial so, planner said this to you? Like, you need the money for something. Like, oh, I really need this. Uh, mm-hmm. and say, hey. I really don't want you. This is just a bad financial move, Mister Sell. Here, I'll give you a no interest loan. I mean, where do, where's the where's the downside in that? Well, you wouldn't be suspicious of that. Of like, why is your financial plan? I guess does he? Be, I guess how does he make his money from your portfolio? Is the question? Because maybe that is just his. Uh, I th- I feel like there's all kinds of incentive for yeah. Marty to want to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than like what we know his real incentive is. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Yeah. We, we we know his real incentive, but if Marty is just what he's claiming to be, just a financial advisor, it still down. it still makes some sense. And, and yeah, that's what makes it a brilliant cover up. So I, yeah. this is this is quick thinking, and I love it. Good on him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, at the funeral home, oh, he does ask Wendy to go with Sam to kind of help with the arrangements and i love this scene at the funeral home yeah, thank goodness she went with them <laughs> i know uh the would plan you still work at a funeral oh sorry but would you still want to work at the funeral home after this yeah man okay okay let's, let's, let's yeah, get to the season and then i'll ask you some questions i don't i i don't know how much i'd be into the sales portion of it well, so you gotta do uh, both. We'll say you've got to do the sales if you want to do everything else like sales are part of it that's how we make our money uh, I I don't I don't think that's the case though. I think that if that's you're the owner, money. if you're do if you're the owner, you're doing the sales. If you have employees, they're not doing the sales. Listen, Mr. Sell, you want to work here? You got to do some sales. We think you. All right, I'll salesman. do some sales. Fine, I'll be the worst salesman you've ever had. Really? You're gonna fire me. You're are gonna you, fire you're me. Gonna, and I'll go. Are you gonna I'll upsell go people? A, no. No, you can't. No. Oh, okay. No, I'm not upselling people. Ugh. It's gross. This guy seems to be upselling, though. <laughs> although, <laughs> yeah. although it seems like, according to Sam, her funeral plan was pretty well laid out by her in advance anyway. So I, I don't think he's necessarily saying to Sam, well, what do you think of this? Wouldn't this be nice? I think this is what Eugenia wanted. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's just how much she's charging. Like if- Eugenia yeah, already uh, went over the actual like fees for it. Right, uh, but but we we gotta we gotta talk about some of the stuff that she wants. Extreme yeah. embalming. What gets with uh, extreme I, embalming is that she's she's gonna get cremated. So it's just for like uh, the wake. It, like, it, yep, it's it's just for the service. It's just that's it. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, so the extreme embalming apparently is you embalm, you can embalm them apparently relatively stiffly. Maybe it's, you're inserting some wires or rods somewhere, but you, you basically are embalming them in a pose. Okay. Right. So, so rather than laying down in a casket, you're embalming her in a pose. Um, she's going to be hanging art, which that's going to cost a little extra because they'll probably need to be a ceiling mount for the art. There's going to be a full buffet for 150 or 100 to 150 people, he says. And then after the the service and the buffet with the extreme embalming and the viewing, then there's going to be a compression service, which, by the way, I think I may have told you this before. This is what I want done with my body after I go. Yeah, I want I, I want to be a diamond. So uh, fair enough. compression services are you, you you cremate the body and with the ashes you put them under high heat and pressure and you turn them into a diamond uh her reasoning for wanting to do this is much creepier than i would like though that's just in case sam finds someone someday and wants to propose he can propose with her literally her uh that, that's that's creepy I, I i don't know that i feel like that would be a deal breaker for most people i'm not gonna wear your mother on my finger fair enough there's this so so i know this is what you want you know for your funerals the diamond thing michelle would you want the have you seen this guy on the news the coffin uh confessor have you heard about him in australia Mm-mm. so he's been he's he's offered uh he offers a service where if you're terminally ill or if like typically for terminally ill is what he offers it for, but also if you're elderly, right? You pay him 10,000 Australian dollars, which is like, I think it's a little weaker than the US dollars. So a little less than a little less than 10,000 USD. But you pay him that much. And when you die, he will say everything you didn't want to say in your lifetime. So he'll like confront people that like cheated, like you can tell him uh-huh. you know, people have cheated you out and stuff or like, for example, I, I know, like, I saw an interview he had, like, um, uh, a man was terminally ill, and his best friend was, like, making advances on his wife. His wife had told him about it, and she was uncomfortable about it, and so he didn't want to confront his friend while he was alive, but he had his coffin confessor do it, and so and so <laughs> forth. So you can tell this guy everything you want, he'll do it. If you also, he'll also, I know, he'll, like, sweep your house for you. So, like, after you pass away, he'll, you know, you can tell him where the locations are of stuff, and he'll go and pick up anything that you don't want to be found, right? So if you have like any personal things hmm. that you, you think are embarrassing or anything, he'll do that for you. He's, so, and he also says no bad reviews. Never had an upset client because they all die, obviously. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a simple pay him a bit of your estate, and he'll uh, he'll be your coffin confessor. Would you get that, Mister So? Would you get a coffin that, confessor? Uh, that is a very steep price. I feel. You feel ten thousand. For a service that literally anybody could do? Uh, basically, yeah. No. Yeah, no, that's too much. No, but the thing is that, like, are you going to task someone in your life to do this? To be a coffin confessor? This guy's a professional coffin confessor. No bad reviews, Mr. Sal. <laughs> Naturally. He's done so many uh, funerals now. How old is this guy? 
trying to figure out how old he is. He used to work as a private investigator. Uh, I'm trying to look. He he does not look over 40. Maybe he's in his 40s at worst, but I think he's in his 30s. What do you mean at worst? What's wrong with 40s? I'm just saying, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know his age. I'm okay. Trying to figure, I'm trying to figure out how old he is, but I don't know. All right. Well, regardless, no, I'm not paying 10,000 Australian dollars for the oh, service. 7,300 no, no is what that is, USD. Well, whatever. I'm not doing it. That's You're not going to pay 7,000? No. Okay. This to this to me might be worth. Oh, uh, I'd say I'd pay like three hundred dollars for this. Only. This, yeah. this guy's thorough. He's thorough though, Mister Sal. He'll, he'll, okay. He'll, he'll but everything. again, he's he's pro- providing a service that is not necessary, and could be done by pretty much anybody. He'll do almost anything, though there are some things he'll say no to. For example, this is something he said no to. I'm reading it. An elderly gentleman wanted me to kill his pet dog so the dog could go with him when he passed. I said no to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he Always does, with the some animals. Lines. He does have some lines. But, oh but I, it seems like most of the lines he's willing to cross, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll talk to whoever you need to talk to. He'll talk to whoever many people he needs to talk to to make you pleased. I'd get, I'd get the coffin confessor for my funeral if he was in the U.S. Just because, as I've said before, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, I, I probably have. But I want to have a game show for my funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything is given away as a game show. Are you going to answer but, um, but you could certainly you could find somebody else to do that cheaper. No, no, no. But the coffin confessor, he's paid enough and he's got enough reputation where he, he doesn't have a ball. He doesn't have any ball in this fight. Like, how would I find? It's gonna be hard to find someone that's that's gonna care enough, but also won't have a ball in the fight, right? Like, if I pick a friend or someone, now you know, mm-hmm. now they can't be part of the the festivities as well, right? Or at least okay. it's much harder, right? Or like they could cheat. If they have it, right? I, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I could trust someone not to cheat, but this gets much harder. If I just get the coffin confessor, boom, right? Third party, right. I mean, no matter what. Yeah, I could try getting some lawyers, but is the lawyer going to care? This isn't his livelihood, but it's the coffin confessor's livelihood. Yeah, okay. But it's just what no, I, I, I Do you have a lot of grievances to error, or is it just the game show that you want? This is a game show for the most part. Maybe I don't know what the grievances. Uh, I mean, if I'm paying him ten grand, I'm gonna start making grievances. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm gonna start I don't know. thinking of everything I want to say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'll tell you what. Eugenia does not want the coffin confessor, but she, you know, Mar- she does want a very expensive funeral. That's Marty true. had only planned on paying about ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes. This this funeral is gonna cost pre-tax over forty nine thousand dollars. Woo. Yeah. Oh, oh, and a headstone. Why? She's a diamond for visitation. Well, of course. Now that is upselling. That's nah, upselling. Nah, for Although, I mean, if Eugenia put it in her wishes that she wanted a, a tomb, a stone, a headstone for visitation, even though she was a diamond, then I, I would not consider this upselling. I here's a very quick question for you how do you feel if someone assuming they leave enough money to do so have exact mm-hmm. outlines for their funeral do you think they should be followed 
Right? And there's nothing yes. outrageous for you to do. It's not like I want you to travel to all seven continents, including Antarctica. Put my like, yeah, okay. So you agree mm-hmm. with that? Now, what if they don't leave enough money? They actually leave no money at all. Do you think they still can have a say? No. As much as to how the funeral goes? Okay. No, Fair. probably not. I mean, it, you can take it into consideration, but if you're the one paying for it, then they're going to get what they get. You know, it's <laughs> uh, my choice now, Mr. Salgo. Yeah. I mean, but I, Eugenia, honestly, with the money she, the amount of money she had, if she had these specific requests that she, and, and they were communicated in writing somehow, then she should have just prepaid for her funeral, you know, made all the arrangements and prepay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fair enough. That's, that's, that's how I feel about it. But Wendy uh, asks for a minute alone with Harry, the, the funeral home director, which is kind of funny because it's not a funeral for anybody of hers. It's, it's a funeral for for Sam's mother. Yeah, that, it's not like a couple or anything. <laughs> so Just yeah, like, they're not. But but she boots Sam out of the room and he goes willingly, and she's going to talk to Harry. Uh, and she notices that Harry doesn't have any employees. Uh, she notices that his home is in uh, need of a lot of repairs, and she therefore thinks that his business must be struggling. And she notices that he's trying to upsell Sam. And that is something she cannot abide is watching her friend be upsold and taken advantage of. So the person that took advantage of him. Oh, she is so damn good. it's, It's unbelievable. Watching Wendy work is like, it's just a it's a thing of beauty it's she's she's incredible uh and she proposes an alternate solution which we don't learn yet although i think we can probably have have a pretty fair idea at that point yeah so yeah yeah uh in fact we learn in the next scene when she gets home uh marty is drinking and says that he transferred the last of the eight million and uh he and wendy you know do a little toast uh and wendy says by the way we own a funeral home and marty's reply no shock no rage just of course we do it's it's like he just nothing surprises him anymore but i will say i will say this this seems like a real turning point for the two of them where they have become uh Maybe they're not, uh, you know, a loving couple again, but they seem like they're pretty comfortable, savvy business partners, and not just partners in raising the kids, but actual business partners. He completely embraces her decision. If she had s- said this in episode three, he would have flown off the handle. Yeah. You know, he- I, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, because I remember uh, with her wanting to buy the house and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this to me represents a turning point. You know, they drink together, they look happy together, and they seem to be may, maybe not equals, but certainly partners. Yeah. Good times rolling. Yep. Yep. All right. So, Russ uh, is going to confront Ruth again there she's playing video games in the trailer rust uh boots boyd and three and wyatt out to go get food 
and he starts grilling Ruth again. Uh, but this time she figures it out and you can see the turn where she figures it out and just gives him this sly smile. Uh, she you know, punches him in the chest looking for the wire. Uh, but she knows, she clearly knows. Uh, and she, and she turns it right back on him. And so it gives him exactly the opposite of what he needs. She says that killing Marty was his idea. Marty's a good businessman and she wants to keep her job. Uh, this is all the, I mean, complete 180 degrees from what Russ is looking for here. Yeah. And also 180 for Ruth because Ruth was the most open one to killing Marty some time ago. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. It's also, you know, but whether she mm -hmm. actually means it, we don't really know if, as the viewer, if she really means it. You know, she might just be saying it to uh, get off the chain. Well, I think that, I think that she is definitely saying it to get out to stay out of trouble. The yeah. que and the question is, does she actually believe what she's saying? But she's definitely, saying definitely it out of trouble. Yeah saying it yes she's saying it to, so that she is exonerated and russ is now implicated so, uh, yeah does she mean it mr sal that's the big uh, question for the episode i think that question is going to be answered pretty resoundingly by the end of this episode it does, it does. i remember my first <laughs> view of this episode that was my big question I was like does she mean it oh yeah yeah so Russ is on the phone with Evans and Evans tells him to try again without pushing so hard. Uh, my, my question is why the hell don't they coach him a little bit? I mean, they, they just literally threw him out there and said, yeah. go get it. You saw, you saw his first attempt, which is yeah. just him like listing off everything about the idea. Just Ruth not agreeing to like, just, just, he, he doesn't seem very good at this guys. He should really, Oh, Give him some like lines to say or just something. It's it, he's not yeah. really bad at. I mean, this is this is bad. I mean, if you you know sit down with him, do some role play, and figure out figure this out because you just keep throwing this guy out there, it's just going to get worse, and it just and it does. So Russ, instead of trying again, Russ tells Boyd about his plan that is. He's gonna. He wants to kidnap Marty, steal the money, kill Marty, and move to Canada. Mm -hmm. That's that's the new plan. He can't get a confession out of Ruth, so this is what he wants to do now. And Boyd, Boyd is in. Boyd is like ride or die for Russ. He is. He'll go along with whatever. Like I, you I, gotta I respect a that a little yeah. bit. I want a boy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, up to up to I don't know, I don't remember what episode it was where they were out on the boat. Like collecting garbage uh, that people left behind after the tourist either, season was over. It, was it Nest Box again? <laughs> I, was thinking of I think it. Box. I think it was. It must have been Nest Box. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. confuse everything with Nest Box, but I don't think it was Book of Ruth. I don't think it's anything like no, Lily or anything. So it has to be Nest Box. No, I, th I think it was Nest Box as well. Um, and you know, from that point, like I gained a lot of respect for Boyd because Boyd is just like. You know, Russ, you're my brother. I love you. I'll support you. Whatever, you know, whatever you need. And, and here it is again. Uh, I mean, I I don't love the plan to kill and I'll kidnap kill somebody, for you, Russ. But, no problem. <laughs> but this is this Boyd is literally ride or die for Russ here. This is so you know, good, good for Russ that he's got somebody like this. Mm -hmm. But 
Russ said that says to uh, Boyd that Ruth did the same thing as Cade when he knew they were lying. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he they 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 recognize it, and then all of a sudden they start smiling and turn all uh, kind of nice about it, and and you know that they know at that point. So back at the Blue Cat, the. Uh, the henchman, you know, Dell's henchman, uh, has a delivery for Marty, but Marty's not there at the moment. Jonah, however, recognizes him, and upon recognizing Jonah, the guy tips his gun at Jonah, and Jonah uh, says, uh, "Tuck, can you do me a favor?" Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, this this guy has just seemed increasingly menacing every time we see him. You know, the first time we see him, he's going in to look at the house and he kind of low-key threatens what, not, not so low-key, but um, without brandishing a weapon, threatens Wendy. Uh, you know, tells, them that he, tells her that he knows where the kids go to school and so forth. But every time we see him subsequently, it's just more and more menace with this yeah. guy. Yeah, definitely scared. He definitely knows what he's doing there. So, yeah. Now, sure did you know? House of Horrors. Yeah. Did you know that uh, when Jonah asked Tuck for this favor, that it was going to be the scene from the beginning? No. Yeah, I didn't either. I did not know that yet. It makes you feel stupid until you see it. I, was like, I oh. know. I I thought it was something like so the gun scene. I thought at this point had happened already right i was like okay so yep so jonah has a gun somewhere so is, is this going to be like he wants help getting the gun ready or something like what's going on here but mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah so okay, i think we're on the same boat here we thought the same thing yeah yeah okay yeah all right well if russ wants to run away to canada he's probably going to want to take his kids with him so he has to fill them in a little bit on the plan he doesn't he's not going to give them the details here he's not going to tell them that he wants to kill marty bird and steal his money but he is going to he is saying that he and boyd have a business opportunity he's talking to wyatt and three they have a business opportunity they need to move i just i'm sorry i just love i love like the way they try to coax them is why we can pay for education in three we can get you that four-wheeler like this is like like, one of these things are much much better than the other it's true except that which one looks more excited i know that's what i was saying three looks so much more happy than wyatt Oh man, I know, but, but I mean, Wyatt's getting the the more expensive end of the deal, most likely. Yeah, so I mean, like he's helping get the more. Yeah, he's getting more money out of it. His his yeah. carrot is much pricier, but I guess well, by all means, you know, a carrot to each their own or whatever. Like, yeah, good, good for three. <laughs> three is simple pleasures for three. Yeah, man, that's good for three. <laughs> but. So he tells them that they need to pack, to put on a loud movie while you pack. But Wyatt starts to question, well, what about Ruth? And when when Russ tells him that Ruth is not coming, that kind of instigates a little bit of an argument between Wyatt and Russ. Uh, and they, Russ or Wyatt seems very unhappy that Ruth isn't coming and that he can't say anything to her about it. Uh, Russ takes off and he's going to buy all the gear that they need to kill Marty. 
uh, and he he is buying it at the superstore where Tuck is buying the assault rifle uh, that we saw right in the beginning of the of the episode. And I I do love this because That's as so soon funny. as I uh, as soon as I heard her say "Have a Superstore Day," and the the camera shifts focus, oh, just as so like good. oh, and, and there's talk. It, it's Clearly it's fantastic. Like, yeah, it's great. Yep. It's great. It, fantastic. You know, I didn't do this, but I'd be interested to go back and watch the first scene and see if I can see Russ in the background. Oh, I see what you mean. Like if he's ever there, so I doubt you can. But yeah, probably I not. Just, uh, yeah, because yeah. If he's just shopping somewhere, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I do yeah. also like just like you can see the stuff he's buying, like the burglar masks and stuff, like clearly <laughs> getting like gear ready to rob. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't be one of those yeah. masks. I used to have one when I was younger. I don't know where it is now. Those are super good at keeping. I remember that kept me so warm. Well, you know what? Every everybody wears masks now. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good too, at keeping me warm. But. <laughs> yeah, but they pro- they might also be good if you're planning on kidnapping and robbing Marty Bird. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Jonah gets the rifle from Tuck, and he uh, he buries it in the woods, you know, relatively close to the house, presumably because that's the point. But Buddy sees it. And Buddy goes over after Jonah's gone and removes all the bullets. Come on, Buddy. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I'm very conflicted about this. What an uncool guy. Yeah? Yeah. See, I, I feel some conflict about this. Because <laughs> on, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, you know, Jonah's a 12, 13-year-old kid, whatever. You don't want him messing with an assault rifle. Get those bullets out of there. But on the other hand, like Jonah's smart enough. Maybe those, this gun is, is uh, a necessity. Maybe he's not putting it there to cause trouble. Maybe he's putting it there because he knows that the storm is coming. Yeah, he sees, he sees the writing on the walls. Yeah. Now, uh, but I mean, I, I guess Buddy doesn't know what jonah knows so but but you can see the possibility of this coming back to bite somebody (laughs) someone's always not going to be happy at some point yeah right someone out there is going to be very displeased by this 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 is like looks like an in it's like an inverted checkoffs gun yeah well (laughs) yeah first they show you checkoffs gun and they're like but wait we've neutered it yeah (laughs) we've we've neutered it exactly (laughs) <laughs> anyway um wyatt back at the at the uh, compound decides he's going to go rogue here and tell ruth exactly uh what the plan is well as far as he knows he's he doesn't know a whole lot about the plan but he knows they're leaving tonight and he tells her that uh you know th- they hug and ruth is immediately suspicious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very suspicious. It, yeah. Did you notice anything else about the scene, or I, I, I'm not sure that there's anything else to say about it. No, she's just thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next scene, back at the Blue Cat, Marty bears witness to the fifty million, 
50 million dollars way more than eight so this is this is bad news marty also notices that the money is not wrapped which i never i didn't even think about this this is this is a pretty nice attention to uh, to detail in this ep- in this episode um when he said that i was like what difference does it make why do you need to wrap it and then he tells the story that you need to protect it from rot decay termites rats the first year that bruce that they laundered bruce lost three hundred thousand dollars to squirrels yeah, I remember is, like Pablo Escobar had something like this too. Like, like fun fact: Pablo Escobar lost like billions to like nature. Let me look this up. Money really to rats. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Pablo Escobar uh, was earning so much that each year he would write off ten percent of the money because rats would eat it in storage and it would damage our water, so on and so forth. So he would lose about two point one uh, billion. Uh, that would be about two point one billion a year he was losing. Oh my god. Or maybe it's total. I can't quite tell. I know he that spent can't. like, dude. He lost. Dude, you know how rich he was. <laughs> he did, but he two lost, point two and a half billion a year. He was I think losing. A year. I don't, yeah, I don't think it was a year. I think that was total though. I do think that was total. Yeah, that's gotta I'm be to, total. I'm trying to get the sites load. It's not loading for me. But I know another thing too. He spent like he had to get so many rubber bands. He spent like a ridiculous amount of money on rubber bands because he supplied like. Yeah, 80% of the global cocaine market he was responsible for. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, yeah, yeah look, his cartel brought in $420 million a week, which is about $22 billion a year. 10% of that is $2 billion a year. You've got to be kidding me. Mm. That is crazy. He he made Forbes' billion uh, list of international billionaires for seven years, from 18, or from 1987 to 1993. They put him in there? Yeah. Oh my god. I guess. I, I don't know. Let's, let's see here. Uh uh. Let's see. Yeah, 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 frack. I'm trying to see the yeah, he spent twenty five hundred dollars. He expensed twenty five hundred dollars a month for rubber bands. Oh my god. So what's that like two point five times twelve? That's thirty grand a year in rubber bands, <laughs> <laughs> just to hold all his money together. <laughs> That's crazy. Because he had to deal with a big cash, because right? he had so much cash, like actual cash, that like all electronic. Like I mean, most billionaires have. Right. To... Yeah. So he had this <laughs> big issue oh of my of actually God. having it, so much cash. Yeah. Is 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 El Patron that like is like a gang, whatever have you? Brought in four hundred twenty million a week in revenue. That's it's a lot nuts. of cash coming in. That's nuts. Oh man. So yeah, so that I, I so I had heard about this fact of like people like especially like you know big time cartel level drug dealers, but in general like people have a lot of cash money usually illegally, but whatever have to worry about it not getting them, you know, taken off by nature. By water or rats or whatever. Not squirrels. I haven't heard about squirrels, but fair enough. Uh, that's yeah. crazy. So I mean, you think that's a loss? You think that's a loss? Three hundred thousand. Yeah. Billion. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Crazy. Uh. Well, Marty's got to figure. They they need to wrap the money. They need to figure out what to where to hide it because they can't use the storage facility anymore. Because the Snells know about that. Yeah. 
And so they're going to have to use the blue cat. But they need more hands to wrap all this money and hide it in a timely manner. More hands means much to Wendy's chagrin that Charlotte and Jonah are going to help. Yeah. I do love the end of the uh, scene. Like, no. Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about this. This is like... Hey. This feels... This, this feels like a line you do not cross. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, telling your kids that you do it is not making them part of it necessarily. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, this is, they are now accomplices. Nah, they're kids, though. They could plead the same thing. Yeah, just give them the same recording you gave Rachel. <laughs> kids, you're going to wrap this money or else. Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. I mean, it's terrible, but also a nice Chester, as you've seen. No. Oh, my God. Not for your kids, it's not. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Uh, I think anyway. it's the type of situation where, like, you know, it's kind of like um, like the uh, like the argument against, like, the death penalty in some states. Like, when, when you're doing the crime, you're not thinking about you're going you're gonna to get caught, right? Like, you're, right. you're not worried about getting caught because you don't think you're going to get caught. So, you know, if you're in Marty's world point here and whatnot, you know, I'm not going to get caught. So, like, we're going to well, get through this. So, regardless of what he thinks about the authorities catching him, he has Jonah and Charlotte wrapping this money and hiding it in the same room as this colleague of his. Yes. I mean, I think that counts for something. Definitely does. Yeah. The, the colleague being in there does make it way worse. I will totally agree with that. Yeah. I definitely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, the colleague is what makes this bad, though. I will agree. But this is a good thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh, the, well, I mean, well, I'm sorry ahead. here. I'm cutting you off here. I do want to know when Wendy laments, this is going to take us days if it's just the two of us. So yeah. you got two more people. You doubled the amount of people and you did it yep. in a night. I so it would have taken you two nights? Two people? Like I, this is like I don't know how yeah. much more effective it gets with two more people, right? Like I, like surely they yeah. get more than double efficiency. Because they all seem to be working pretty independently. So I, I don't understand the, the lament of this is gonna take this is going to take us days. Unless the really, the kids are really good at this. Like they've just they're masters at this for whatever reason. <laughs> and you're kind of worried about it, but whatever, we need it right now. Yeah. I mean I I mean, technically, too, two days is days. It is technically, but you know, it was technical way. I mean, you could have just done double the length to deal with it as well. I mean, it would have been a sleepless I mean, night. Don't get me wrong, but maybe what she means is that you know, if they don't all do it together, if they they're gonna have to do it piecemeal because they're gonna have to you know, take Jonah and Charlotte to school. They're gonna have to cook meals and stuff. Whereas if they're all four of them right there together. They can plow through until it's done. I see what you mean, but still. I mean, you could have just told the kids, hey, uh, order some pizza. We're going to be gone wrapping some money. <laughs> like, they're oh, self-sufficient man. enough. You know, they're not super young. But you know what I, you know what I do love about this scene, though? Oh. I, I love seeing all the money in the walls. Yeah, it's, it's really satisfying to see all the money in the walls. It, it is, like, a sight to see. That is something else. Yeah. That is imp- impressive. But not for Pablo Escobar. 
<laughs> no, not for Pablo. No, no. But uh, the kids are hungry, so Marty goes and checks and see to see what Rachel has in the kitchen. And while he's out, he notices Ruth driving by. Suspicious. Not. Hmm. They're probably just working late. Yeah, I guess working where? I just club lickety yeah. splits yeah lickety splits she got lost she, she, you, you ever you ever drive somewhere so frequently that when you get in your car and start driving you just kind of like autopilot there oh sometimes, yeah and you just go oh wait gosh darn it i'm driving the wrong place i have to, <laughs> to go somewhere else yep and so maybe yeah, bad. maybe that was happening there she's like oh, i used to have to go to the blue cat so much you start oh whoops don't work <laughs> here anymore <laughs> maybe well we find out pretty quickly why she was there because yes. Russ and Boyd pull up to the dock. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of wish they didn't like zoom in on the ladder here because as soon as they zoomed in on the ladder here, I was like, Oh, she wired the ladder. Oh my God. But I would have preferred to just, I, I might not have even been thinking about the ladder if they didn't zoom in on it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I, at the same time, like I probably should have known as soon as I saw Ruth what was happening. I, you know, I take that back. I don't think that I don't think it's a foregone conclusion when you see Ruth at the Blue Cat that she's killing Russ and Boyd. No, I see. I think that's the point. Like I, when I watched this, I didn't know. I like that was the big question to me was, did she rig the ladder? Right? Like, was when yep. I started going there, I was like, oh wait, like cause I, I thought if she was gonna rig the ladder, it'd be at Marty's house. But then uh, they're coming by boat and I'm just like, oh, they could step on the ladder. Is this going to happen? Did like, is this just a fake out by the writers? Like, you know, to make a, like a, like a question or is she really going, like, is she helping them? Is she hurting them with, you know, what's right. going on here? And then obviously you get the answer. Very quickly, because as soon as Russ touches that ladder. And this is why you want a guy like Boyd, by the way. Like even when you're getting electrocuted, he wants to help you out. Like that is yeah, uh-huh. that is some nice stuff. Would this be your instinct, Mister Salix? You, know, I mean, you know electricity. I mean, I know I say really well. But, but you have to teach now, someone. So, so I th- I think that probably what I would have done is like kicked him. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my reaction too. <laughs> yeah. just like just like just like hit him with. Oh, I wonder if you try hitting him with your hand and then you. No, I would not try to hit him with my hand. That's I, that's why I say I, that's yeah. why I said kicked because I want I want the shoe. Uh, the, yeah. You know with the. What do you think nice... you think of that, or do you think you'd grab him? Do I me personally? Like he's grabbing the ladder and he starts going oh, you, like do you, are you gonna I, getting I, I want I want to say that I would think of that and kick him away. <laughs> yeah i see what you're saying I, but i, I don't know uh, yeah like now i wonder if now seeing this episode i'll I'll hopefully be more um astute to have somebody be electrocuted yeah. and i can uh go give him a the, this kick. but look this this thing okay this is a a gruesome scene is and it- I, I think a pretty decent effect like i, I watched this and i was like oh my god he's like literally frying he is. <laughs> is yeah it's very gruesome yeah that was disturbing and then of course boyd grabs him by the arm and, and then he's he's dead too but now i want to i want to just mention here at this point russ is only in this situation because he told petty what was happening 
if he didn't say anything to Petty, Marty would be dead. Yeah, and 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 Russ would not be. Yeah, but you know, so Russ almost, you know, dug his own grave here. You know that, yeah, yeah, telling Petty and then Petty disconnecting the the ladder basically set in motion the series of events that led to Russ's own death. So I, I, there, there's a there's a a poetry to that and a and a really uh, uh, a, a karmic aspect to it that that I find really intriguing. I don't want to say satisfying because I don't, I'm not satisfied that Russ died, but I actually kind of like Russ as a character. Me too. Uh, but so so it was really sad to see him go. But it's really intriguing to think that he he could have prevented this if he just doesn't say anything to Petty. Marty's dead and he's still alive. Yeah, his actions uh, led to the kind of the reverse of what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 then we have to think about this too from from Ruth's perspective. But we'll do that later when Marty talks to her at Look at These Splits. Yeah. Okay. So, but when they fry, the uh, you know, the transformer blows, the power goes out, and so. Marty and the henchmen uh, run out to see what's going on. Rachel also runs out to see what's going on, which, boy, uh, you know, if I'm Rachel, I see Marty and the henchmen, I just go back inside. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah they're like good for them. <laughs> yep. I saw nothing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But she doesn't, and they, and they start to investigate together. Marty, of course, identifies, uh, identifies them as Russ and Boyd. Uh, the henchmen notices that they have guns and a grab bag and rachel identifies the electrical rigging and immediately suspects marty and says you know did you do this because you knew they were coming for you okay marty then at that point remembers seeing ruth though and he convinces the henchman that rachel knows how to mind her business yeah she's good at it yeah uh he tell he convinces she wants to call the cops the henchman wants nothing to do with that but marty says no she should she should call the cops that's what she would do this sort of thing actually happens all the time and it's easily explained which that i had no idea i was shocked to hear that he says it happened it's already happened like what do you say three or four times oh, yeah some amount of times already some amount that's already happened so well yeah that is an explainable death. I mean, that's Ruth, what Ruth was going for. Yeah, and honestly, I had been wondering about that. I'm like, well, Ruth is going to do this. How does she think she's going to get away with this? Because this is, there's no way this just happens. This couldn't be an accident. But uh, no, apparently it can be. Very interesting. I, I, I Like now, though, I feel like I'd be always looking over my shoulder, over ladders now, like, Oh yeah. Like is this the is this the new like people die like this? I want like I'd be looking at these that like were these people also in on thing like is this is this just the guaranteed way of kill like basically if if you need someone to die and make it look naturally, if what mm-hmm. your optimal solution is if everyone kinda that needed that was in your same predicament universally went, you know what? We want someone to die but make it look like an accident. So if we all kind of kill them at different times with this quote-unquote accident it'll just look like accidents 
right? So like maybe that's what this whole ladder. That's what my. I guess I think this whole ladder zapping thing is. It's just yeah. You know, everyone's their little like cosms or own reasons for trying to get other people killed, and yeah. none are accidents, but they appear to be accidents. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I, I there is a book. I won't I won't tell you the title of the book uh, on the podcast because I don't want to spoil it if anybody reads it. Uh, it's been adapted into a movie, at least one movie, multiple movies, I'm sure, actually. Um, but the, it's a murder mystery, and there are many suspects and it turns out that they all took turns killing this person because they all had a grudge against this person so it, it's who do you accuse in that situation who like who, who actually killed Caesar them? level of like yeah. getting stabbed right. in the Senate. Okay. right so, so like so, some people were just stabbing a corpse you know yeah. what i mean so so who who was the first one it's it's impossible to say so anyway um it all that that, that was interesting uh to to know that this could be construed as an accident anyway so anyway um marty and wendy drop the kids off and wendy wonders who did it marty of course now knows who did it and he goes to see ruth at look at these splits ruth is kind of a mess you know she's uh, totally understandably she just made a huge decision that cost her two family members she picked marty over them she picked marty over them Go and we've been that. talking about this we've been talking about this on the on the podcast since at least the book of ruth when we talked about um how marty uh just treats Ruth really well, you know. Yeah, he Wendy compliments her. Wendy is uh, sometimes acts like a mother to Ruth, you know. And you can see you could see the appeal of the birds and why Ruth would choose them over her own family. But you know, we have to go all the way back to the second episode where we first meet Ruth and Marty. Uh, the the Langmores are all in that weird bathroom. <laughs> And Marty <laughs> the says, bathroom that Charlotte yeah. loved. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, I don't know why. Somehow. <laughs> <just> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we have to go back to that scene and where Marty is like really pressing them. Are you killers? Because that's the, if, if you can't answer yes to that question, then you can't have this money. Because in order for you to take this money, you're going to have to kill me. And I don't know, nobody really said anything, but Ruth did hint afterwards, you know, yeah, we. I think we all know that you'd be better off dead anyway. It'd be, you the world would be better off that. if you were dead anyway. You're yeah, just bluff as Marty. Like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, and and Ruth, you know, at that point was threatening Marty, and you had to start questioning: Is she a killer? Maybe she is a killer, and it ends up not being Marty that at all that she kills, but the very people she was working with at that point. And, and I, it's one of the reasons why I love Ruth so much is th this choice that she's made and th the evolution of her character from episode two to episode nine here, uh, th because this this choice, I, I mean, I'm sure there probably were were better ways to go about it. You know, you could go warn Marty that they were coming for her, whatever. But she she recognized that this wasn't going to end unless Russ and Boyd were off the table. Yeah. And so she took them off the table. It is, I mean, it's, it's sad. 
and it feels wrong but at the same time it feels like it's the only thing she could have done and yeah. when you think when you think about the fact that she had the deck rigged for killing marty already like she was there marty was done and it's only because russ intervened that R marty was spared and now the price is uh for russ to go to and boyd poor boys yeah i do feel sorry for boys <laughs> just situation. a true homie just just a true <laughs> like family compadre or to the better end yeah yep exactly but Marty goes in and Ruth asks, did it work? She knew, and, and Marty says, yeah, it worked. But, you know, what if Rachel had been going out on a boat ride? What if Charlotte had been going to swim on a swim? Ruth has an answer for all of it. It's as though she did think of all those things, but the boats were in storage. It's too cold to swim. So she knew it was going to be safe. And she says to him, I couldn't have him. I couldn't have them kill you. And then she sobs into his shoulder. How sweet. It, it, it's sweet, but we, we do also have to ask, what was her reasoning? Why did she choose Marty over her family? Was it because she actually loves the birds more than the Langmores? Or was it, was it because she sees an opportunity to make more money with Marty than with Russ and Boyd? I mean... I guess that that is a question. I and how genuinely think she. It, it, it seems like she likes Marty more, but yeah. I, I mean, I I do tend to come down on the side of this is genuine affection for the birds, and disdain for her own family. Mm -hmm. But you could see the argument that she's financially better off with Marty alive than with Russ and Boyd alive. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've come to the last scene, unless you have anything else you want to say about that scene. Uh, no, no. Okay. So last scene, we're in a sports bar. Petty's at the bar and he's on the phone in the bar. He's on the phone with Evans. This is, this is a truly annoying thing. Like <laughs> I, I would be annoyed if I were at that bar and this guy were talking on the phone at that really? volume. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The volume. I, I don't know if I'd care because it's like if he's talking to someone. I don't I don't really know the sports bar atmosphere of uh I mean to the... be a perfect honest with you, I don't know why Petty wants to have this conversation in the sports bar because it's loud. There are people everywhere hearing that's everything I mean. that he says. Well that's yeah. what I mean. Like if, if other people are talking, I don't care if someone's on the phone. I mean, probably annoying yeah. to be on the phone, but like I mean if it's already loud, whatever, mm -hmm. setting to the noise, I don't care. Now, now, if everyone was quietly watching the game, and and I can't remember if people, I feel people were talking, but if people were quietly watching the yeah. game and he's sitting almost like a movie theater esque, then yeah, get out, mm -hmm. get out, come on, let's yeah, let's yeah, nice okay, scene, I can so. see that. But anyways, yeah, I got you, I got you. Well, uh, Petty wants R Ruth arrested. He's convinced that she did this. He wants her arrested. But Evan says, you better hope that that was an accident because if not, that's on you. You know, uh, Petty doesn't have any patience for this right now, hangs up on Evans. And the guy next to him says, it's about time. Petty breaks a beer bottle over his head. And then, you know, 
shoots the TV. Oh, yeah. he, t- he That's takes a reasonable. I do yep. like he he stops like his friend tries to get retribution for him for his mm-hmm. like you know fallen comrade. He takes out his gun to stop any sort of you know yep. revenge plans, and then he just shoots the TV in spite. <laughs> yep. Okay. <There> <laughs> Yeah, and that's and that's the end of the episode. I I love this episode. It's just it's a spectacular episode. It's, it's so episode. good. I mean, best yeah. one yet. Even even the petty stuff was was good in this episode. Oh yeah, there's I there's <laughs> nothing in this episode that I disliked. I can't think of anything nope. I disliked. Everything was <laughs> it's, great, and it's that's so why it's a good. ten. I, there's no complaints. Yep. Nope, absolutely, good good stuff. Um, we're we are one episode away from the completion of season one. Uh, the next episode is called The Toll. You know. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, will, that, will this maybe be the that, best title yet? Let's it might out. be. It might be. be. We'll find it. We will. It's not a very low bar to beat. <laughs> it sure is. So, but the next episode, the la- the final episode of season one is called The Toll. So we will cover that next week. Uh, the week after that, we will not cover a new episode of Ozark, but rather we will run through all of the episodes of season one and rank them in order from our least favorite to our favorite. So, and we'll have a couple of minutes to discuss each. Yeah, I don't so think we're going to, I don't think we're going to need a couple of minutes for each episode this time, but no. maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what we rule on that. But uh, Mr. Yeah. Sell, have, have you checked the yes. time? Uh, no, I haven't. What time is it, Kurt? It's TV, it's time. TV time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yeah. TV time. I'm very excited. Very, I'm very excited for this TV time. Well, for, first, are you? I am because I really don't know which character okay. we rated. Uh, there's three ways it could have gone. Oh. Or at least in my head that it could have gone. Okay. Uh, but before we get to that, All right. uh, I'm assuming emotes nothing about that. Rating nah. the episode, this better have been a five, right? This was a five. Yes. Okay. Well, what were the scores? Finally. Like? Finally, we have a five. Seventy-three percent of the people say five. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. We got reasonable people. Finally. So this is the interesting <laughs> part for me: is the most interesting character. Yep. Because uh, I can see this going three ways for TV time. Obviously, someone's passed away. We know how TV time goes about it. Oh yes, we do. Russ. All right, we vote Russ. The yep. ceremony, and that could also be Boyd, but I think most people would pick Russ over Boyd just because he's more relevant to the plot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Russ, uh, Marty, because Marty always wins these. <laughs> he's the, the default the, setting. The default setting, exactly right. He's like he's like in the settings tab. Yeah, he's just there yeah. the default. And then Ruth, I think, uh, has her head in there. Uh, you know, has a foot in the circle because I mean, she made the big, cho- a very big choice by Harry, and she has you know she's she's in the episode quite. I think it's very. I would you know gander to say she gets a chance to uh, take. So, but I, I think it's three ways here that this could go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't know you. I I feel like you would have picked Ruth, but I could see you. I don't think you picked Marty. I I don't think you would pick Marty. I think parties are at least out of those three, right? And I yeah, I did think, not pick Marty. I don't think you would go. I I don't think you want. I don't think you fully agree with the sheep vote for us. I I think you don't like those ethics. I think you voted Ruth. So I almost voted for Russ. Okay, I so almost did. I would have voted but... Russ. That's what my yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, it's totally deserved. It's not he's very just... great. Oh, dude, Listen, yeah, he was very interesting this episode, right? Like the his what, what he's going through, right? We tried doing the mm-hmm. room, but it's like I think Russ is an interesting character. I'm sad he's gone. Yeah, absolutely, and, and like, this is and this is this is his showcase episode. Yeah, like, and if you want to argue that he, he's not the most interesting in this episode, I'd say like 
Yeah. I feel it's like it's like a someone that's always nominated for like an Oscar or something like what DiCaprio or whatever never won one for yep. so long, right? Yep. And eventually wins it. But it's like, you know, someone that does so well that you're like, e- e- come on, you just gotta give him one, right? We gotta we gotta yep. give him something. I, I think Russ has owned one, right? Even if you don't think he's the best in this episode, I think he's owed one, right? Like, and give, and, I vote for us. That's what I would and vote I, for. Honestly, like the argument could definitely be made that he was the best in this episode. You could make the, the argument. You know, I would disagree with he, him, but you can make it. He, I think he like may a, have had. I think he may may have had the most screen time in this episode. Oh, okay. I I think he had more screen time than Ruth. Yeah, I think he did more than Ruth. Definitely, I don't know if he had more than Marty. I I, I think he did. The, Marty, this is a relatively light Marty episode. Fair enough. Yeah, there's a lot of Russ. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So so I did I did end up voting for Ruth, uh, but I I I was very close to voting for Russ on this one. So, but you did go the way I thought. So it was Marty, Mm -hmm. least likely than Russ. Then obviously Uh, Marty would have been like fourth because I would have voted for Wendy before Marty as well. Yeah, understandable too. So So, I, but now I gotta think what did the TV time people vote? I really don't know. So I think we could have gone any three ways. I don't know if the people like Russ. Like, what if these? I don't know how they feel about like because he's kind of a villain in the plot, right? I don't know how they mm-hmm. feel about villains. I've never seen them have to cope with the villain's death all too yep. much. I'm, I'm gonna I I'm gonna say that they picked Russ, but they might have okay. picked they might have picked someone else. Uh, well, this is the the best showing Russ has had. But he was not first place. Oh, Sorry, criminal. He, he, he was he was in fourth place. In fact, on, only only two percent of the vote, which is 2% criminal. Two percent of the vote. Yep. Tied where's with the, Jonah. Where's, where's your Where's your humanity, people? The man died. I know. Where's the I humanity? Know. I know. Tied tied with Jonah. Two percent. Criminal. And I'll tell I'll tell you that Petty got one percent. So. And that's 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 the bottom of the people who registered as having a percentage. So okay. Petty at one percent, he was sixth. Jonah two percent, he was fifth. Russ at also at two percent, fourth. So and then it's with have you Wendy, Marty, Ruth. So Wendy, Wendy was in third place, three yeah, percent. That makes three percent. So to Marty. There's so no- who that all that's left is Marty and Ruth. So okay, yeah, okay. Well, now for so, him, like he's like so few people voted for um, Russ. I feel like yep. uh, I feel like Marty. I'm gonna say Marty. It is Ruth. Okay, it is Ruth. Thank God. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, okay, it's, okay. It's, it's it's Ruth. Pretty pretty substantially, seventy one percent. Wow, that's a lot more substantial. Yeah. Wow, I know, I know. I feel like I was joining the TV time bandwagon by picking Russ. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Okay. No, Ruth, and, and honestly, like uh, I think Ruth or it. or Russ, either one, I I'm I'm very comfortable with either one of them. But uh, but I love seeing Marty dethroned. Yeah, the Marty's kingdom <laughs> finally shatters, and by that we mean for one day. <laughs> but I I think it's pretty telling that the I what to me is very clearly the best episode of Ozark so far. Uh, and what to the the users of TV time is clearly the best episode so far. Uh, this is the only one that's been voted a five. Criminally, right? yeah. Uh, it, it is criminal, but uh, 
but a lot of also criminals the most... on this app. I just yeah. say, okay, a lot of criminals on this app. I hope you know, <laughs> the sheriff's looking at this because. <laughs> but also very deserving of of a five star rating, and is this episode, uh, and it's pretty telling that this is this is uh, the episode where Marty has been dethroned and and Ruth has taken the lead. So, uh, and I do think that there's a significant shift. It's a great series right up to this point for sure, but. I think once Ruth and, and season two and especially three, when Wendy becomes so prominent, uh, I think that's when the series really starts taking off. Once the, the focus shifts away from Marty and toward Ruth and Wendy. Marty's always awesome. I love Marty. I don't yeah. want to take anything away from him. But the, the, the series hits its stride when it starts focusing more on Ruth and Wendy. So anyway, there you have it. Yeah, I have nothing yeah. else to say on TV time. Just um, no, nope. still criminals. Right? I agree with this decision on their part, right? I think a little low on Russ, but all in all, at least they got the top pick right. Yep. Uh, and yeah, still, still criminals though. You don't get one right. Yeah. You you can't you can't spend a whole life robbing people and then you give <laughs> you do one good thing and suddenly you're absolved. At least not like that. Oh, not, not what if they time. do? What if they do nine good things? Then we're looking somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And that doesn't even have to be nine. If they get a few in a row, I'll 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 absolve them. Okay. I'll stop pressing charges. We'll see. All right. Well, folks, that is all we have for the non-spoiler section of the show. Uh, we hope that we hope to hear from you at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we hope that you'll give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you'll subscribe and download the podcast. We hope that you will share the podcast as much as possible. And we certainly appreciate you listening. Kurt, how do you like your coffee? Black. <laughs> Welcome to the spoiler section. Ah, uh, yes. My favorite section. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's so much to discuss. Usually, no oh, the dank musty <laughs> area oh. yes folks Quite if smelly. you have not if you have not seen ozark all the way through the end of season three yet please turn the podcast off they've already got their warning they've already got their warning yes. it's fine that is this is the warning that no, was the warning the already happened. yeah all right sounds good well anyway uh what I, I I didn't I made a few notes uh, in this episode about spoilers, uh, not a ton though. I think I feel like this was more like the payoff episode than yeah. the setup episode. Yeah, there's not much. There, there's one thing I want to talk about, which is Sam's like. So I'm trying. I, I wanted to ask you to see if you remember it better, but like I want to know Sam's journey with his wealth because mm-hmm. he. I know eventually when the casino comes around in season three because he's mm-hmm. like wealthy on paper the birds give him money to yep. gamble at their casino with so you know to help him launder some money but mm-hmm. i'm just i'm trying to remember like the journey his wealth goes through his money goes through you know it's funny when, when he showed up in season three i did not even remember him i was like who's this guy i remembered him but i don't really remember how he got rich or anything i was like oh, i remember his mom died I yeah, this. I remember like he was like the realtor guy, but I didn't remember. Yeah, I didn't remember all the specifics on him. So I, I, I'm curious. I, I want to keep track of his wealth for now, right? Like right now, okay, Marty so, has his wealth, loaned him some money. Here's what I know about what I remember about him in season two is that he ends up managing Lickety Splits. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> How did that come? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Now, but I th- that might not. Well, maybe. Uh, is that the beginning of season three? Because Ruth is on to like bigger things. Yes, I know she, she uh, moves on from Lickety Split. Right, and and he, and Sam ends up, I think, running the place and ends up engaged to one of the strippers. Oh yes, with, yes, I remember that with, part. With, yes. with with his mother. Right. Yes, yes, I remember that now that you mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the mother ring will come back in, in, the, in the fold. Is it sweet? I don't know. Yeah, it's sweet. Would you would you want that? Would you want like a your children to have a to have a Mr. Salary? Yeah, but I wouldn't. Uh, yes, I would, but I, I would not expect them to propose to their fiancés with it. I, I, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't I, have it. Would you the option? Would you give them the option? Okay, if you want to propose to your fiancés with it, I wouldn't tell them what to do or not do with it. But that it would not be an expectation that they propose to a fiancé with me. <laughs> they have to specify but. the Mister Salary. <laughs> so. So yeah, so that mother ring will come back into play. And I remember I seem to remember his fiance being really disgusted once she found out that it was his mother. I I, I, okay, I okay. This is this is this is good. This is good. I'm excited for that. Well, what, what did you want? Would you want to talk about the spoiler section? So uh the scene where Wyatt tells Ruth that his uh that uh they're leaving. Yes. And that, that she wasn't supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Uh it is really it's it's tragic to think about because if he doesn't say anything to her then she doesn't kill russ Mm -hmm. and and that is the reason why they have the falling out that they have yeah this this cascading this starts cascading effects that like Mm -hmm. results to i mean what what seems to be the biggest and antagonizing point going into season four at least one of them right with like Ruth mm-hmm. swapping backsides to join Wyatt, team up with Darlene uh, oh, to God. hold the crap and to take out the evil <laughs> birds. So, right. Yeah, I right. mean, this, 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 this all, it's all, it's gone full circle almost. For Ruth's gone almost full circle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's all things is, that cause that. But yeah, this is the start of like Wyatt's whole. Yeah, but this is, but this is eerily similar to Russ. The only reason Russ is dead is because he told Petty about Ruth's attempt to kill so Marty. Do you think, I say, are you the, proposing the, that Wyatt might die or are you just saying that Wyatt caused? I, I'm not I'm not proposing. I am saying that he that that the causal relationship is there, but I am not I'm not sure if that means Wyatt will die, but uh I it is it, it is kind of eerie and sad and and, and foreboding that Russ ran his mouth and now uh, and now Russ is dead. Wyatt is talking out of turn here when he was told not to say anything. And that's the reason why Russ is dead. The reason why that he has this rift with Ruth. The rift seems to have healed by the end of season three, but who knows where it goes in season four. This, it's like the, the show has a lesson of snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah, <all>. right? <laughs> you yep. blab, you die. <laughs> or at least something <laughs> happens to you. So. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. 
another thing I, I, I wanted to mention yeah, same, was same with Ben eventually. He blabs to uh, Helen's daughter. Yes, yes. He's got stitches. This this they is a do. new running theme here uh, of the episode. Yes. Or, or TV series. Yeah, yeah. Um the the blue cat, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you know, Marty uh, Rachel had had kicked him out. She was done with Marty. Uh, but Marty, you know, imposes himself on the on the on her hospitality for one more week and ends up hiding all this money in the blue cat. And that that of course leads to Rachel just leaving. Yeah. So Rachel's at the beginning of season two, Rachel is just gone. Uh and she's on a like significantly terrible like drug bender. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call a bender when it's drugs and not alcohol, but <laughs> she she's on it. Uh and 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 she's become susceptible to recruitment by Petty. Yes. So yeah. So this this episode also triggers that whole situation because because he's back in the blue cat, it prompts her to leave and get recruited by Petty. Yeah. And so I'm trying to does she die from her drugs? Oh, oh, does Marty poison her? I don't think so. I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I I'm pretty sure she dies from like the drugs in some way we'll, I mean, we'll find out eventually i i don't know i it wasn't maya looking for her in season three i thought she died she might she might have I, I i don't remember her dying but the, i mean at the end of season two there are so many deaths i can't remember if rachel's one of them or not uh anyway uh yeah and and then just what she died in that. I think she died. Maybe she didn't die. I can't remember. I can't remember either. That's so sad to me. Why why can't I remember that? No, okay. Oh. I, I looked it up here. She did not die. That nah, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Good. Okay. All right. Um the, the other big thing is Buddy taking the bullets out of the gun. Yes. Okay. Now I, my memory is foggy on this. Maybe you remember better than I do. No, I do not. <laughs> okay. Because I'm pretty sure that the henchman that we've been seeing so much in this episode is going to die in the next episode. He is, if I'm right. I think Buddy's going to be the one that kills him. I, exactly. Right. But Buddy's the one that kills him because Jonah can't. Yes, because Jonah, Jonah, no Jonah tries to kill him, but he has no bullets. So by Buddy removing those bullets, he has saved jonah from becoming a killer yet he's taken care of jonah like doubly because he does the killing that jonah was about to do what a, what a good guy yeah you gotta respect him. Yeah. and so that so that at that point buddy gets tied up in the birds uh whole situation as well yeah yeah and i'm excited for that too going into season two yeah. and yeah, but the it's the removal of the bullets that leads to all that, and so that seeing him remove those bullets uh, is a significant part of the rest of his, of his story from this point forward. And Buddy becomes a much bigger character in season two, I think. Yeah, 
uh, I mean, next episode too. Um, also, no redneck. Redneck watches. Mm. Oh, we're gonna get one in the next. I know. We're gonna get one in the next episode. Next episode. Uh, like the conclusion to the redneck uh, watch. Yeah. I don't know how many it's been. Five, maybe episodes. There's a lot more early on. I I think I think it's been. I think there have been four. And it's been four. It will be five. So get the quintuple or whatever you want to call it. That that's exciting. To can't wait for that. Very excited to see Mm -hmm. that whole uh, go down. And then yep. season's over, and that's it. Finally. Yeah, yeah. finally. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they, oh, the two, the two, the two people that try to remember Ozark. What else? I, don't know, I can't. I can't think of anything else. That I <laughs> no, yeah, that's before. all I had. That's all I had to say in the spoiler section. So, so we'll call it there, uh, folks. We thank you for for sticking around through the spoiler section. Uh, all the same information applies now as it did right before the spoiler section, so we won't run through it again. But we do appreciate you listening, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week when we when we cover the toll. <laughs>